I want to start today's episode with a question. Have you ever had an experience, like a moment, where the whole world slowed down, almost to a complete stop, and you found yourself standing in the middle of a room, looking at yourself and the people around you, and feeling this magical feeling? A magical feeling you had never felt before in your life. A magical feeling that lets you know that yes, this is it. This is what you were made to do. This is your calling. Have you ever felt that? Yeah, me neither. But the man in the center of today's story has. This is a story of a musician called Papa Fuite. It is a story of dreams and friendship and it happened. Well, it's actually still happening. My name is Papa Fuite and the girls. I'm a fashion designer. I'm a musician. I'm a creative. I'm a life artist. I'm someone here who's just enjoying life, you know, through art, fashion, design, and all of that. That's who I am. My first ever experience, like exciting human experience with music was with the artist Michael Jackson, right? I remember being three years old. I just remember sitting down in front of that screen and looking at Michael Jackson wearing black and white and dancing with um, these Native American tribe people. The song was black and white as well, so it was just dancing. I was just intrigued at the way he was moving. I'm like, like, what is this freaking guy doing? Like, Once again, three years old, you can't comprehend what is even the reason for this excitement. You just know you're visceral. You just know you're seeing stuff that's making you excited. Like, okay. All of that was just background stuff. It's like, you know, there are things that are in your life that Sometimes you can't articulate it, sometimes you can't. There are things you go back to when maybe you're going through some like comfort food, comfort feelings, comfort spaces that you go back to to kind of recharge. And music has always been that for me, you know, singing it, performing it. So, almost everything that is happening to me now, like music, I visualize it since I was in like SS2. But I wasn't conscious of the process of visualization. I just know what I was doing. Well, connecting the dot back now, I realized that's what I was doing because behind my exam sheets, so when I didn't give two shits about my exam, I just flip the page over. I'd just be drawing like album covers. I'd be drawing like mimicking myself in the images. I'm like, because I know one day I'm going to do this stuff. But When you actually now put your foot down to say, let's actually bring all these things we're visualizing into a reality, you realize there's a whole lot more work in it, both externally and internally. Like, you know, you now have to be a different person. You have to be more disciplined. You have to be more courageous. You have to be willing to talk to the right people. You have to be willing to fail and do all of that. And outside, there are a whole lot of people that you need to be on your team. You have to go around convincing and, you know, doing all of that. So 
funny, but the next day he was meeting uh, the cavemen. He met the cavemen? Mm. Performed with them. Mm. How did that happen? So, oh, that's a story. That was, that was what now triggered my love for live music. Uh, that was 2019. It was my birthday as well. And I usually get the best gifts on my birthday. Like the universe surprises me with amazing things. It was last minute planning. Uh, my partner and I, Chiamaka, she, we were both reading for an exam. And I was just scrolling. She was reading. I was scrolling on Instagram. <laughs> and I just saw this post that said, oh, um, October 2nd, the cavemen will be hosting something, something with the Artisan Lounge sponsored by Budweiser. And I went to the Artisan and I just got a couple of my friends and said, oh, there's this one, there's this open mic thing that is happening, right? And like, right, sure, let's go. Apparently, I reached there. I go meet the DJ, say, oh, how far now? Normal, normal. Like, Yo. So I've come for the open mic thing. DJ is telling me which open mic. DJ tell me no that if there's anything I open mic that I should go and talk to the manager. I went to meet the manager. The manager said that okay, he's just the manager for the Budweiser event too. That it doesn't know about open mic. I was going to meet the manager of the place. I went to meet the manager of the Hudson. He said that okay, that they only came to use this place for event too. That he doesn't know anything about open mic. I now showed him the Instagram post. I'm not blind now. <laughs> no, I came here for. So that one I said that okay. That is the band that is performing, that's the caveman. And their manager is here. That if I can speak to their manager, it wasn't as if I was begging for slots. Like, it was as if you get it's like five people one meet now, looking like a bad experience, you know. I was talking to him, it wasn't even, he wasn't even looking at me like I was worth anything, you know. And I just went to sit down. Not like I give up, I. I know things that are definitely going to happen for me. I'm like, I'll still do this, but whatever. And then Kingsley, the bassist, like they did their speech, you know, Brian would talk with his fans. I was a fan. <laughs> so I was like, that if there's anybody here, he just made it as like a passing statement. He was talking about, you know, how music is. Like, we should have fun and, you know, how music is not even an easy thing to make people happy. like. And he was like, if there's anybody here who thinks is an, like they can do that, they should come up on stage. And I just waltz. And that taught me a lot about how opportunities come in, like, it's like, and that's it. Imagine I had waited to be beaten down by that film, whatever, Jordan. I just went up on stage, I shook him, I shook Benjamin, I shook, you know, lots of people and I go, okay, cool. I, like people started clapping and I'm like, yeah, that's me, that's Papa Freddy. <laughs> and like nobody won't perform, I just play music, man. This is unscripted, just play. And that's how the video is even still on Instagram now. That's how we made that song. And I even made it into a a more elaborate song called the greatest like i was like i'm the greatest i'm the best there ain't nobody that can do this like i do i still remember that was the first time i met them and you know for some reason two birthdays in a row or oh, the next birthday i was performing with them on 
on stage again. So I love those boys, yeah. <laughs>
you want them saying good like me we do say you want you instead of one do band and all of that saying good like me we do maybe they run this stuff together i said you know yeah well, i just boss me anytime so he used to set up rehearsals so he he um, he shall go one or two people shall and like they would play he would send me the videos i'm like ah this is fire man and so all of that and at that point a lot was going on in my life because i had to be selling no sham i had to be worrying about school i had to be worrying about this music thing that i say i'm not letting go it's like like i just dedicated the commitment to it and like yeah sometimes i show up for the rehearsals you know i would would just vibe and everything so one of the rehearsals i showed up for i was i was doing my um version of yeah burner boys yeah that i was going to perform with that same band at the easter fiesta the following week and i was just vibing and performing and like i could just see i could just see the i could just see the fire light up in their eyes when we were doing it's like okay this is some <laughs> this is some energy and then we did and then the next the show day came and then we did the show and it's like it's like oh shit it's phenomenal you know what it is when you perform in a place that nobody knows or they've heard of you before people stand up to spray money you get that's like phenomenal it's like they felt you <laughs> they felt your train money these are people that haven't you didn't do promotion or anything like these are people that are hearing you on site and money they didn't plan to spend that day they just throw you some 2k 3k in this economy that's like oh that's validation man that's some validation so and the boys felt good they definitely felt good so after the show right this is how i know that the universe works in mysterious ways they came to meet me like my band found me up <laughs> Those some of those guys gonna be like, bro. I have to do this shit again. <laughs> like this is just like we have to do this shit again. He's like, if I want to do smash like, mm. up, <laughs> no. We'll see, shall we think about it for my mind? I'm like, yes. Connecting when you connect the dot backwards, you see that you make more right choices than wrong choices you just haven't seen the opportunity in those choices you're you're making those drums were the bedrock for starting the band like okay and then somebody else had a guitar and then person's house we used to realize we didn't have a keyboard but he was a producer so we used to use his um his midi controller from then you know within one week of starting that band we got our first paying gig i think 150 grand Ito Rosha, manager of life. <laughs> like, first pain. And sometimes life just unfolds in fast steps. Like, this is something that you've been wanting to do. And, just, and then you just do one or two right things. Or not right things. Bold things. You do one or two bold things. And then the effect of those things. Like, okay, this unlocked some... I've had to evaluate my decisions on, you know, being a being a musician. Is it something worth continuing? Is it something I want to do? And the answer to all those questions is yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
That's magic, man. So yeah, and that I can get to do that. That's I'll be forever grateful for this gift. Were you able to relate to this story? Tweet about it with your hashtag, hashtag it happened in Nigeria. This episode was hosted by me, Hawa Lawal. It was produced and sound designed by Mo Isu. The executive producer is ABA Suwari. This podcast is produced by Voix Collective. You can find them on social media at V-O-I-X Collective. See you next week with a story about a pot covered in blood. <laughs>